Welcome to Armenia by the Glass podcast. My name is Elaine Kasabian, and my guest for this episode 5 is Varujan Muradian. Varujan was born in Armenia and moved to California with his wife in the 1990s. He became a CPA and established an accounting firm. He gradually developed an interest in wine and decided to enter the wine business. From 2005, he started researching into the possibility of starting a wine business in Armenia. And in 2008, after purchasing various plots of land, he planted his first vineyard. After a number of years of planning, Barjan, with his wife and children, moved to Armenia in 2012. Van Arde is now an established winery with award-winning wines. Their wines are available in the UK including their latest range, Tori Tori. It was a real pleasure talking with Varajan. You will hear how Varajan's wine journey involves a mixture of his family's history, his contribution for putting Armenia's winemaking tradition back on the wine map and making Armenia home, the Yanka, as you will hear him call it, for his family and future generations. I'm sure you're going to really enjoy listening to this episode. Thank you very much, uh, Varjan, for being my guest today. I've been following your wine journey for a number of years, and I've been lucky enough to drink your wines here in the UK, thanks to Zara Serapian of Ginvino, um, who imports your wines. So, um, And you have a very interesting background. Um, you were born in Armenia, you moved to California, you were a successful CPA, and then decided to move into the wine business for quite a change. Um, so it'd be great for our listeners if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, yes, yes. In, in, in fact, it was quite a change um, all the way from uh, being uh, holding a CPA designation and changing the career into the winemaker. I was happy with my CPA firm that uh, I used to have in California. Everything was good. I liked my job, but um, I didn't intend to spend the end of my life in life in um, office environment. I wanted something creative, something productive, close to nature, and wine was my passion. So the question then arise, arose to, I mean, where to do this wine project, uh, where to uh, in California or back to home in our homeland so uh armenia wins <laughs> did it initially win was that the first choice actually it was kind of not first choice but we we evolved to that i was thinking to do something in um, california maybe however we were thinking all the way because my wife was thinking the same way as i did and i, I we wanted our uh, children to be uh, um, um, to be raised in Armenia. So, yeah, so, and, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of uh, components into uh, that decision-making to move the family all the way from California to uh, Armenia and start this project. Right. So remind me, when did you move there with the, the whole family? Actually, the final move uh, when when I consider that the kids went to school in Armenia, it was 2012. However, 
Before that, it was pretty thorough planning. Starting from 2005, uh, we have the final decision. I came, I researched the soils. We purchased uh, uh, pretty much a lot of lots, uh, uh, lands. And um, in 2008, we have uh, planted our first vineyard. Uh, and then we were coming back and forth to California kind of every summer with the, with the children. And right. um, children was uh, feeling very free and, uh, you know, joyful in Armenia. You know, the life is pretty good here <laughs> for the kids. How did the children feel about the move from California to, to Armenia? Actually, um, yeah. I mean, we, we purchased a small... Um, apartment in the center of uh, Yerevan and we we were bringing yes. the children every year so they'll get used to the place environment and uh, yeah i mean uh, playing uh, in the in the yard with other kids and uh, feeling this freedom that they can go to school and come back alone i mean this was pretty freedom for them free country for, for them real real yeah, free country sure and then uh, and then it was this case when, um, after two years, when we moved to Armenia and um, my children and their mother went back to visit their cousins, you know, in uh, U.S., me as my, uh, as a father, I was kind of worrying whether how, how sure. they're going to feel. Yeah, obviously, the cousins will take them to Disneyland or these nice places where, which, which sure. they, 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 they don't have here. <laughs> And uh, and after one week, uh, the two of um, two of our, our young uh, younger ch children called me. They said, "Pop, can you change the ticket so we can come back early? It's so boring, boring here." Oh, I said, "What is going on?" <laughs> Wonderful. So so yeah, you knew it was the right choice. You knew it was the right move. Yeah, yeah. And this Vanardi project, I wanted to create something that can be inherited from generation to generation. So me as a father, I want to have a fundamental something, an anchor in the homeland. And then um, uh, as a parent, I want to give a freedom to my children. They can go and study anywhere they want. In Europe or USA, whatever they want, the world is round. But um, when they have this encore here and pretty prestige and nice business, if they want to inherit this nice thing here, um, that is that is what I want to create, like winemaking fa families to go through the history for right. hundred years. So, did you come from a winemaking background? In fact, no. I was, um, as there is this saying, um, I was bitten by where the wine bee. Uh, yeah, uh, no. In fact, no. Uh, all the way from accountant to winemaking. So I didn't have the winemaking background at all. Right. And when you went, when you were picking, uh, when you were going back and um, selecting, you know, looking for land, did you have a specific area in mind? Actually, yes. Uh, yes, yes. There were three terroirs that I was looking for. One was Vyotzor, 
One was Aragazoten, the foothills of Aragaz, which we are, uh, uh, where, where we are now. And the third choice was Taush uh, region. Right. So I did a lot of research, the historic research and the soils and everything, and I uh, based um, to this region, the foothills of Aragats mountain. And right. um, a lot of uh, historic uh, researches that uh, back in 2,500 years ago, the Van Kingdom uh, was kind of Bordeaux of uh, historic um, antique world, right? That that yes. this was uh, this is the same as Urartu. Uh, yes, this was a wine exporting country, wine making and wine exporting country, uh, exporting wines uh, all the way to neighbors like Assyria, like Babylon. Yeah, and the question arose that why now uh, we are unknown as a wine making country. So because everything is there, the same uh, altitude, the same sun, the same terroir. Uh, So the the answer was just we need to put, yeah, uh, we we had all this history, you know, the 6,000 plus uh, the cave, Adeni cave that they found, this wine, wine winemaking facility. Yeah, that all the, uh, you know, proofs are there. However, during the history, through, through the Ottoman Empire and then Soviet Empire, uh, we lost. We, we lost this culture. Now, uh, gladly, we can state that uh, within the last 10, 12 years, there is a renaissance of the winemaking, Armenian winemaking. So we yes. are going up each year, each vintage, with the quality, with the quantity, and acknowledgement of the Armenian wine uh, through the world. So you knew the area you wanted the vineyards to be located in. Did you have any other requirements? For example, did you want land which already had vines on it? Choosing the the terroir, the place for the vineyard is, I mean, very, very important step because uh, because this is, uh, you are doing not only for, for your life, but for the next uh, generation as well, because they, they will stuck with that place. So, yes, I, uh, there was a couple of criteria that I was looking. First, I want to have that uh, pretty away from villages, some wild area. Uh, it should have, obviously, the south uh, or southeast slopes, uh, elevations. And uh, the soil, the soil top in the area that I was looking for was very stony, very much, I mean, um, various type of mineral stones, uh, tufa and basalt and red vol- uh, volcanic, uh, rich in m- minerals. So yes, we found a very nice area, and uh, we have purchased that land, and I'm happy with our choice. And that was, however, the um, it was very stony. I mean, stones and stones around it, and. This area during the Soviet times was out of um, agricultural maps uh, because these lands were not useful for agricultural use. Uh, that means that we had to do a lot of work with the stones to create that. Uh, so what, what, what I'm leaning to 
that we start from scratch. No, it was pure, pure land, uh, even worse than land because because we had to do a lot of job to convert it to the um, you know uh, vineyard. Varieties uh, regarding the varieties, yes, I was uh, intended to uh, make uh, the you know. Uh, come up with the endemic uh, varieties, autochtone varieties. Uh, and by that time, in 2005, six, there, there was not enough information available. Let's say in the, in, in the West, you, can, you, uh, you, you, you go to internet and you research, you can find various type of the subclones of Merlot and you have a lot of information where to plant it, uh, you know, what type of soils are good for this variety and so on. Here, almost very, very, very limited information. So I have to research, go to village to village to ask, you know, the people there how, how they did, what varieties they did, uh, you know, pl planted and what experience that they have with that. Eventually, yeah, we have picked like five uh, local varieties uh, autochtone varieties, and plus I have uh, one international variety uh, called Syrah. Just uh, Syrah, Syrah was my passion. Uh, I, I like I like Syrah as a wine, so I thought this um, variety will strive uh, and feel very good in in the soils of Armenia. And, and has it? Oh, perfect, perfect. Right. Yeah, it's kind of second or third rebirth. For, for Syrah, I guess. Did you plant new vines or did you, were there existing ones? No, actually we did plant uh, from scratch and uh, all our vines are on-rooted. Uh, we didn't do any rootstocks. Uh, yeah, because this area was free of uh, phylloxera, which is, which is very important. Let's say in Garabagh, in Artsakh area, in Davush area, the phylloxera exists there. However, in, in, in our area and Vyotzor, uh, there was no phylloxera. So there are too many versions why we didn't have phylloxera there. Uh, some will say that this, the soil type and um, you know, the climate is not allowing the phylloxera to you know, grow and multiply. Uh, others say that uh, the area is immune from the phylloxera, but no, I believe, uh, yeah, I believe uh, now, now as a lot of um, vintners are bringing uh, the international varieties and planting in those areas. However, uh, there is not much spread of uh, phylloxera. They, they found some, you know, here, uh, here in one village or the second village. However, I don't believe we have like um, a complete spread of phylloxera in our area. Good. So, so far so good, but we never, yeah, you don't, you don't know what will happen yeah. next. Mm -hmm. So we need more, um, uh, more organized and from the government and, sure. you know, uh, more to, to try to, you know, either not bring or bring with the phylloxera-free rootstocks and try to plant. 
but uh, so far I'm doing monitoring right. every year. So so we're out of it. I mean, we, we don't we don't have uh, phylloxera so far. Oh, good. Fingers crossed it stays like that. When did you actually start bottling your wines? Uh, we have planted uh, the vineyard, uh, the half of it, I would say, in 2008. And after that, we have built our small winery, uh, initial winery, small one, at, uh, in 2012. Right. And then 2013 was the first vintage that we bottled. Okay. And, yeah. So we, uh, in 2014, we went into the market and started, you know, and then after three, four years, actually we have started with 18,000 bottles a year in that right. small place. Uh, however, after two, three years, three, four years, it became obvious that uh, this would be not enough because the place that we have initial winery that we have built it's supposed to be a warehouse later on. Okay. And because we have, um, we had the drafts of our winery uh, done in one of the architectural firms in San Francisco, which are, which has the expertise in wineries. Um, uh, it was next to it uh, on a hill, on a hillside, overlooking the vineyards and Mount Ararat. And then uh, about four or five years ago, we have started to build that, uh, the main winery with a bell tower. So, yes. and after the uh, last two, three years, we are making our vinification in the new place, in the new winery that we have now. Okay. And did you start off your, the first bottling? Was that the red wine? Was that the Arani? Actually, uh, uh, yes. In the first year, we had uh, we had uh, three wines. Uh, okay. Two uh, two uh, red ones. One was hundred percent RNE. The next one was the blend. What le- later we called estate blend, which right. consists of three varieties: RNE, Kachet, Hachtanak. Yeah. And uh, one white one, which was Gangun, variety yes. Gangun. So first uh, vintage, we have these three wines. And then uh, down the years, I mean, uh, after years, now we have nine type of wines. Nine, okay. Nine, yeah. Uh, two whites. One is made, being made from Gangun and one is being made from Voskehat. Right. The rosé, the rosé wine is uh, is being made from Areni and Cachet, and in some vintages I will add Syrah there sometimes. Yeah, if I if I if if I have enough Syrah for you know, red wines, and then the rest are red varieties. Uh, our classic uh, blend, estate blend, which is our best seller, and then uh, four type of reserve wines. Each of them represents one variety, 100% single players, which is being Areni, Hartanak, Gachet, and Syrah. You just mentioned your main vineyard, which has a bell on it. Can you tell me a bit about the bell? Bell and music 
is part of our vineyards. And we don't, we look those as physical vibration. This is kind of biodynamic approach, uh, but only, only approach. Uh, so we, 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 we understand that this is vibration. The vibration hits the grapes, the berries, and makes some type of uh, molecular changes in the structure uh, in the molecular level. So I believe uh, this, is, uh, this is making some type of changes. And beside that, it is proven that the not dough is uh, very good uh, for plants in general. So in our uh, sound system that we have created in our uh, vineyards and winery, there are type of three zones. One is for vineyards. We have big speakers in the bell tower, you know, and uh, here we have kind of, uh, how to say it, we have Bach, we have some Armenian ethnic musics that helps our plants to feel good and grow. And in the winery, however, we need a harmonic music like Mozart, like harp music, you know, there we need like, um, very, just to, uh, again, give the vibrations to wine, I mean, the wine already. And so, so they will relax these molecules. And the third zone is for the workers. There we need, you know, funny, nice, happy music. Do you ring the bell every day? Is that, so, is that, a, is that like a ritual? Uh, yes, uh, almost every day. Uh, we... Um, we have some procedures for uh, ringing the bell. Uh, not the final ones, but we are working on it. And uh, the other thing that my uh, uh, my my father was a priest. Ah, okay. And and yeah, uh, before he went uh, to the you know heaven to the other world. Yes. To leave this world, yeah, he gave me some money and said, just try to put this in some um, very important and f f fundamental sure. thing. And back back then, I, he didn't knew that I am going to uh, buy this big <laughs> bell from, by, uh, by his money. And, his, his, and this is kind of gift from my That's father lovely. to me. That's lovely. That's beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. the bell has a connection to your family. Um, but there's also the name Vanardi. There's a connection there, isn't there? Uh, yes, because um, Vanardi means uh, son of Van. And Van, we know, is now is in Western Armenia, which is Turkey now. Uh, the Lake Van, uh, the surrounding of Lake Van was the kind of homeland of the winemaking as well. Uh, so... Um, and Ardi or Ardini it was the, the sun god of Urartu uh, king, kingdom. So it, it, it kind of states like son of Van. And, and I consider me as Vanetsi, which my, uh, my ancestors came from that region. Uh, so I think it has this type of connection. Going back to your wines, 
your latest range, Tori Tori, is going to be available in the UK soon. How did this range come about? Tori Tori means, uh, again, uh, you know that uh, Armenia used to have more than 400 plus uh, autochtone varieties. However, most of them was lost uh, during the history from the, from the uh, literature, um, we, knew, we know of this variety called Tortori. It is red, red variety from the Van region again. So I really love that. And I was hoping that one day we will try to do some research in that area and try to find this uh, variety, the red variety. And yes, the Van region, the literature was saying that it was beautiful wine wines are being made from this variety but uh, so far we don't have any uh, inf- information and we we didn't saw that variety in, in the uh, pictures as well so again until until we found uh, find that uh, variety in fact we're going to just keep the name going this way so that's why we uh, call that uh, our new line tortori Tortori line is more of a easy to drink, however, with the structure wines, uh, more of um, European taste type of wines, less oak, more fruitiness. Uh, so in, the, in that Tortori now we have uh, two wines. One is white, which is a Voskehat variety. And then nice. the next is... Um, Red wine, Tortori red, which consists of 90% Arani and 10% Syrah, touch of Syrah. So I, I, I think that marriage is um, um, giving uh, very good results. Wonderful. I can't yeah. wait to see Sarah and uh, try them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <But laughs> I hope to do that soon. So people can try them here in the UK, which is great. And they're obviously available in the US. And in other areas in Europe, is that is that is that correct? Actually, yes, yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we are exporting to kind of eleven or twelve countries around the oh, world. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, being Fantastic. from coming from west to east, uh, kind of, uh, Canada. We have in Canada, we have in US. We are doing very well in US, in Europe, UK, kind of seven, uh, six, seven uh, European countries, various ones. Uh, and then Russia, obviously, and yes, um, who else? Yeah, that's uh, that's about it. And if people want to try them in Armenia, they can come on one of your on a trip to your vineyard. Is that is that what you do? Yeah, because do you do those? Yes, yeah, you do. Yes, we have uh, wine tours. Uh, yes, because or, originally we didn't plan to make a wine factory within the you know the meaning of the factory you know the wine yes. w- winery where the wine is a lifestyle uh, right because because we believe that the wine is uh, is not only single product but it 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 has to go with uh, two main uh, components which is uh, one is a gourmet food. You know, yes. uh, gourmet food, and the next is the wine tours, tourism. Uh, so we have both uh, wine tours. Uh, this year we hit the records. We had a lot of wine, really? uh, wine tours. Plus, plus we are um, organizing a lot of events at our vineyards. 
starting from private events, weddings, and other things, corporate, uh, you know, corporate events, uh, ending with uh, movie nights. You know, we have wow. fun movie nights and just concerts uh, with a dinner and without dinner. Various type of uh, events. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I hope next year I can make it out there and I can come and see you and visit you. So Perfect. Definitely. Looking forward I really to. Do. And we are uh, only 35, 40 minutes from Yerevan. So, yeah. It is very convenient. It's very convenient. Yes. Very convenient. Uh, I'll, I'll be glad to host you. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you, Raj. And that's very sweet. Well, okay. I won't take any more of your time. Thank you very much Great. for joining me today. And thank you. It's been you. a real pleasure. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Lenny. And thank you for uh, letting the word out there and uh, uh, letting everyone know that we do have Armenian wine is there. You guys have to try it. Enjoy it. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and write a review. And please share the episodes with your friends. Feel free to get in touch at armeniabytheglass at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.